Hey, it's Angela Yee from Way Up with Angela Yee. Imagine swapping your car keys for a chance to move your body, better mental health, connecting with your community, and creating memories without spending money. Join me and embrace nature's pace by taking a walk, hike, or a bike ride with Rails to Trails Conservancy, because our time on the trail is so much more than a day outside. Get ideas for getting outside at reelstotrails.org slash iHeart and on social media at Reels to Trails. Hey, ladies, it's Angela Yee. As women, we put our hearts into everything. May is High Blood Pressure Education Month, and it's time to focus on our heart health. Release the Pressure wants to help black women look at self-care as an act of self-preservation. During High Blood Pressure Education Month, let's help get to our goal of 100,000 black women putting their hearts first and learn more about their heart health. Visit iHeartRadio.com slash RTP for official rules and a chance to receive a $1,000 gift card to take care of yourself and prioritize your heart health. That's iHeartRadio.com slash RTP. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. up it is way up with angela Yee. man this is really an honor because i have two celebrities in the building <laughs> i got troy and, and rashad from earn your leisure assets over liabilities invest fest they're here with me today let's talk about it because this invest fest what i love that you guys do is you get people that normally may not do interviews you know and just looking at this year's lineup i mean let's talk about it the uh the two people that are going to be headlining Diddy yeah, and Robert Smith. Yes. Okay. So I want to discuss how you went about, because we talk about relationships and how important relationships are, but just being able to build those relationships where you have these guys. I mean, Robert Smith is the richest black American, mm-hmm. right? Period. Mm-hmm. Ever. And, ever. Keyword. And he is headlining at InvestFest. And then Diddy is Diddy. <laughs> you know, I know yeah. you aren't revolting all that, but, you know, I was on revolt. He ain't never headlined nothing for me. <laughs> so let's discuss how you guys um, actually pulled this off and why you chose these two. Well, I'll start with Diddy. Uh, Diddy is somebody, you know, it's a no-brainer. When we first started the platform, and that was like one of the people that we wanted to connect with. When you think about Mount Rushmore for business and hip-hop, it's a couple people. And mm-hmm. Diddy's one of those people, right? It's Diddy, Jay-Z, I mean, it's not too many. So he was always somebody that we wanted to connect with. And then, you know, having that relationship at Revolt, shout out to Dion, shout out to Dottavio, but really Dion, really. I got to give him a lot of credit because he was a strong advocate. Dion is like Diddy's right-hand man. Mm-hmm. He was a strong advocate for us from the beginning, always telling him about us, always like, you know, looping him in to what we had going on. And then we finally met him. Um, our boy Lou Tucker introduced us to him. And we went to his crib and we spent a couple hours just talking, shooting the breeze, you know, just him getting to learn our story. He was always like very interested in what we had going on as mm-hmm. far as like financial literacy business. Like he told us, like it was something that he had never seen before in 30 years of, of hip hop, of him being a hip hop. He right. never saw anybody be able to popularize contracts, financial literacy, business, all of that. So he just kind of thought it was just an amazing feat. Mm-hmm. And um, he gave he gave us his number. Like, there's Art, Art Basel. Like, yo, if y'all got any problems with Revolt, if y'all need anything, <laughs> hit me. 
Dottavio's not returning my call. Yeah. That line. That line. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But one, one of the major keys in life is that, you know, like Drake said, giving you my number, but don't hit me on no dumb shit. Like, mm -hmm. that's actually a major key for anybody that's interested in business and networking. Don't abuse your relationships. So I never hit him. I never hit him until months down the line. And I just thought that InvestFest was a good idea. It all lined up. I sent him a text and I sent him a video of what it looked like last year. And then he responded right away, like, I want to do it. And then we just started connecting the dots. And then so he I, was like, whoop, whoop. Yep. Yeah, for you sure. You know what, though? Back to that advice about not hitting nobody on no dumb shit, right? I want to ask you, because sometimes people feel like when you get someone's number, you should, like, every now and then, oh, I, I saw what you did, just shouting you out. Like, not even that. I want to. I think, you know, a little acknowledgement like that is, is cool. But I think when I say don't abuse it, like, I'm not going to hit him like, yo, can, yeah, can yeah. I get in booby trap with you? Okay. Or like, yo, can you send me some <laughs> bottles for this for this event? That sounded like that was on your mind, too. Like, you thought nah, about nah, that. No, 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 no. We actually, we saw him <laughs> in there. No, because, we did see him well, in because, there. Well, because we had an opportunity because <laughs> when we met him, they were going to booby trap that night. <laughs> so what we did, this is another gym. Like, he was, he invited us to come with him. But we brought our own section, but we made our we made sure our section was right next to him, mm -hmm. just to show him like we get bottles too. No, we're not here to leech off of yeah. off of anything. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we, so uh, he, he he when he saw that, he kind of respected that as well. That's yeah. funny. Yeah. I saw Diddy one time in Miami, and we were at um we were at Mr. Chow's, right? Was it Mr. No um yeah, I think it was Mr. Chow's, and so he was there too, and so. The people I was with were like, yo, let's send him a bottle. I was like, we're not sending Diddy no bottle. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, I mean he's you don't have right? to. Yeah. Yeah. You think we should have? No, 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 no you don't have cool. to. But I just think it's important just he to let people know that. It's, you that was, you know that was the bill. It's, 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 it's important. <laughs> Thanks, I, Diddy. I, I was always taught, and not even just that, just in general. Like I was always taught just to stand on your own too. Yeah. And there's so many people that try to leech off or, or like get next to another person. So my our whole thing from the beginning was like, we respect what everybody has going on, but we're independent and we built our own platform and everything that we do like is on the strength. Yeah. So that's we, true. I've I've been out with y'all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why I say even when when yeah. you when this platform came about, right? It wasn't like your Ange, can we be up here? It was like super proud of everything you've done. Mm -hmm. So it was like when the time comes, I'm sure that if we get invited up, we'll come and we'll bless the stage. But it wasn't like, yo, Ange, we need to be on the show. We need to be on the show. I was like, y'all should come co-host for a day. You I did, you did yeah. offer that, but we never had a follow-up. Let's do that. Let's yeah. do that, though. We're interested. Tell your people that. to hit sure. my people. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's we know the point that. of contact now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so go yeah. ahead. So, yeah, so, you know, it was, I think that he just kind of appreciated that, how we approached the situation, right? We never asked him for anything. So back to your your question about text, text etiquette. It's okay to, to you know, tell somebody that you're proud of them or great but I don't think that you should just be hitting them up for just anything right it's I'm a fan of not my first text to you is not a ask for something right but I'm more like I will definitely like reach out like hey just saw you did this congrats and I really mean it too mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know like I'll do that on social media I like things you know if I'm scrolling through and I see something dope I'll be like let me just double tap and, that and, yeah. that's, and that's that's what we did actually the mm -hmm. first text I sent them was day after like Thanks for the hospitality. I appreciate it. Like, you know, because you just, you know, you want to just yeah, make sure. Yeah, we trap. But even before that, just going, you know what I'm saying? Just just being in the crib, just, you yeah. know, he showed us a lot of hospitality. So I was like, all right, yo, thanks for the hospitality. But now it's back to work. Like, right. I know, I know, I this is the thing I never understood about the music industry. Like, people get disgruntled all the time, and they're like, everybody's fake in the music industry, and nobody's your real friend. I'm like, why would you expect people to be your friends? Like, we didn't grow up together. I know this is a mutually beneficial relationship for anybody. Like, mm -hmm. if if they like, they like, once you get cold, they they're not gonna answer. They're not supposed to answer your your phone call. You cold. 
that's, you can't be used, you're useless, obvious. as, it, as the not, saying goes. Yeah, it's not a person. <laughs> it's not a person. You just got to understand that, right? Like, I know that I didn't grow up with these. They're not coming to my baby shower. I'm not going to their kids, you know, See, wedding. Now, and I just want to back that up a little bit because you can meet friends, though. You can. And I do think it's important sometimes because uh, people feel like that. But sometimes where you're at in your life later in life and you meet more like-minded people, mm -hmm. those might be the people you build a really strong bond with. Sometimes we have an allegiance to people who we grew up with, but you do outgrow certain friendships nah, you, where y'all can still be cool. You can. But what you're on and what I'm on might be a little different and sometimes you know because I've made friends later in life you said baby shower like my friend Melissa she owns the restaurant in the grill mm -hmm. and her baby shower is coming up next week and like I'm really good like that's really my friend but I met her but that's a real yeah, connection that's, yeah, that's, that's something that's been developed right like a lot of times these people go into the relationship with that as the expectation like as soon as I meet them like we gotta be cool we gotta yeah. be cool and they try to force it what you're talking about is something that's been developed over time like mm -hmm. it's not like even for us it's like you have an event you'll just shoot us a text yeah. oh we're just gonna show support because we rock with Chicago to we, the craziest party in Chicago. Because we rock with Shout you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's what real support. So the more you do that, the more relationships can be formed. And now it's an easy ask when it's like, hey. I can come can, to the baby shower We now. can come to the baby shower. Thank you, Troy. No problem. So, but yeah, I, I mean, I, that's how I just look at it. And also it's like, you know, I just think it's, it's a more mature stance. Like, I don't, mm -hmm. I don't take things personal. Mm -hmm. I mean, and I don't have expectations for people. I don't expect to just meet said rapper and then he's like my Your best boy. friend like I mean we have a relationship we see each other you know we might have each other's number but I, I understand the dynamics of it well who have you guys met that you feel like you know individually like that really is somebody I consider I might use the word friend it's usually the people that's next to the person mm -hmm. like you know what I mean like it's it's hard and I, it's not even a knock on the person but like I said like Dion right like that's a, a good dude I talk to him almost every day. Okay. But I know I'm not going to talk to Diddy every day. Right. But he's the person next to him. Or Tabidi Stevens. Mm -hmm. He's the person next to Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey's a great dude. Mm -hmm. and we, I have his number. But once again, is he somebody I'm going to call every single day? No. He's not going to call me every day. But okay. I, I talk to Tabidi almost every day. Right. So usually it's the, it's, the, it's the person that's next to the person who we establish like very strong relationships. But we got good relationships with every, everybody. Yeah. Like from, right. I, I would say like this is a names. Like Kenny Burns is somebody that we just okay. gonna call. Like he'll just check up on us. Like mm -hmm. yo, Troy, I love you. Just wanted to tell you that I don't know if anybody told you that this week. Aww. I love what you're doing. Like he's real like that. Like Tip is another person. Ti, yeah. we just had we, when we sat down with him for the Assets Over Liability show. We just grew a connection. I didn't know he was investing like he said he was. He's like, look, I'm gonna put you on a Zoom call with my family. You're gonna teach me how to invest. Like I know okay. what I'm doing, but I want my family to see how you do it. And from that, we just kind of like every you know a couple of weeks he'll check in and see what I'm doing. I'm checking what to see what he's doing. So like you build those type of things, but again, it's never an ask. It's like, all right, yo, I could add value, great. If you can add value, great. If there's something that we can bond on as men and talk and build, great. I love doing business with people that I'm friends with. Mm -hmm. I do. Like sometimes it's hard, but I also like when we do like, you know, I did that building that I've been talking about with y'all for the longest, you know, assets over liability. And then it finally, you know, everything has been going through. The building should be done in May. So everything is like on Congrats. schedule, the rehab and all of that. I was just there. I hit y'all while I was there, too, a couple of weeks ago, mm -hmm. um, picking out my flooring and everything. And so that is. But I love the fact that I did it with like, you know, my homegirls. And so for me, that's fun, like to be able to. uh be equally yoked with people and feel like we can all bring something to the table and get a deal done. Yeah, I mean, that's the, the story mm -hmm. of us, yeah. right? Like, we've known exactly. each other for over 25 plus years, and so naturally, 
we are doing it with our friends. Like, mm-hmm. our other partner, Mike, I've known him since I was five years old. You know what I mean? So, like, we are doing it with each other, and which makes it cool because it's, it's somebody that you can trust. Like, and y'all got the team at Dykeman. It seems like <laughs> y'all be having a good time together. We got, we trying to, we trying to restore the feeling. And it's yeah. serious. It also is nice but to have a good time. It's encompassing of all the things that we're about. Like, we love sports, we love fashion, we love music, we love yeah, business. I see the drip lately. Y'all be having, like, <laughs> listen. Rashad, we see you. She's paying, a, she's paying attention to the stories. <laughs> he be having the slow-mo uh, videos, walking down the steps in the desert and stuff oh, like desert. that. Well, I'm like, the, how the, did they get the steps in the steps. desert? In the, the desert, desert steps in the key. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's important, you know. It's a, at the end of the day, you know, we don't, you got you got to have fun with it. I feel like, you know, so it's, it's good to show people different sides and, and spice it up a little bit. So mm-hmm. the fashion is definitely something that, you know, can do that. And, you know, just have fun. I feel like at this point in life, like, you know, we already beat most expectations of what people would have. Ex- ex- pretty much did the impossible. What we did, yeah. almost. There's no, there's no odds to really describe the possibility of, of what's happened has happened. So, you gotta be, you gotta be grateful, but you also gotta be appreciative of the moment and have fun in the moment. So, you know, we ain't going to New York Fashion Week. We in Abu Dhabi. We going to different places. Like, you know, this, this is something that we didn't really have in the plans. So, we gonna, we gonna make the most of it for sure. This, this is our offering. Isn't it amazing to see where you guys? Because we met you. Y'all had already had years in, right? Mm-hmm. Just when we, when we all first met. Mm-hmm. But to see where this has grown into and the partnerships that have been really important to growing your brand. But with all that comes more responsibilities too. So I want to ask you about that because this has been a topic of conversation is um, when you give people your platform, how responsible are you for those people that come on your platform? Yeah, I mean, you definitely you don't want to purposely give somebody a platform and then they abuse it. So you definitely have to, you know, think about who you're giving a platform, but it's also a learning experience as well. Like, you know, we didn't go to school for journalism. We never had any mentor to mm-hmm. tell us like, yo, this is what you do. This is what you navigate. So you're going to make some mistakes. You're going to um, make some misjudgments of character. Some people you might think stand up person and then you find out that they're not. It's like being in a relationship. Right. You might get in a relationship with somebody and you think they're the best person in the world and then they turn out to be a psychopath cheating on you. All kinds of different things, right? You didn't, On hindsight, 2020, you look at the red flags later on like, damn, I should have actually mm-hmm. noticed this or this was a red flag but you know, you caught up in that moment. So, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's definitely a, a thing and I think now we definitely have become a lot more stringent as mm-hmm. far as like, you know, because it doesn't benefit us to have mm-hmm. anybody on a platform that, that is, is going to have issues down the line so but you know it does happen right it's just mm-hmm. like like i said i mean it's like um if you have a show and you're putting out content every single week yeah odds are one of those people is going to end up doing something mm-hmm. let me tell you we definitely um i remember it was a couple that was on this reality show and then they ended up like doing some scam and something or other like later on down the line and you know, they actually contacted us. I guess they're doing like some special on it, mm. and so they were like, "We want to be able to use this content." <laughs> but you know, they were on a reality show. It yeah. wasn't. Yeah, you didn't know who they were. Yeah. So right. I mean, they already had a platform. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. It, that, that's something that you get to learn throughout the process. It's like mm-hmm. the the amount of responsibility that comes with it. That's something that we had to grow to learn. Like we were doing something that we thought was just adding value value to our community. As we start to grow more and people start to actually apply the information and execute on the information, turn their lives around, it was like, wait, this is this is bigger than what we expected. And right. so, like you said, it's something that we super cognizant about um, and, and have made changes to make sure that you know everybody that that comes on pretty much for the most part is, is vetted to a point where we feel safe with right. our, our community. Because at the end of the day, it's going to come back to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we understand the responsibility, but I mean that that comes with the territory. 
Now, another person you guys have at InvestFest is Rich Paul. Yeah. You know, that is, this is so funny that you're doing that because I thought about you, Rashad, with this because before Rich was in a relationship with Adele Mm -hmm. and landed that, he was single. And we were going to, I was like, come on, we're going to do a show. It's called, I Want to Get Rich. (laughs) (laughs) You had it all planned out. We had it all planned out. (laughs) That's a good name. And and then, you know, you had Earn Your Love. So those could have been like back to back, but I guess. That's a fact. The, you know, yeah, it's our programming right also. there. <laughs> we still got Earn Your Love. Um, but yeah, let's, yeah, Earn Your Love still coming. <sighs> yes. But um, Rich Paul, so how did that happen? Because he does not really do interviews, but he's been killing it as far as being an agent. And I always felt like his story was amazing, and he has his book out now as well. Well, we always get the people that, that don't do interviews. Like, mm-hmm. rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle. I got my marathon shirt on today. Today's his birthday. But one of the biggest things that we was able to do was interview Black Sam. And I don't think Black Sam has ever given an interview, like a real interview. Do you know of any other interview? No, I don't. So it's like for him to do an interview with us was big, but that's because he just, it's deeper than just interview. Like, you know I mean, like even when we interviewed Terrence Crawford, like we took him to Dykeman at night. Like we spent time, we really, it's just different. Like we're not just come on our show and we just ask you questions. Like that took years to cultivate a relationship with people close to him and mm-hmm. they felt trusted enough. And you bet on him, right? Well, Terrence fact. Crawford, I didn't yeah. bet on him. Yeah. <gasps> I, I thought he was going to win. I don't oh, bet. I don't okay. gamble. But I thought he was going to win, though. But I'm talking about Black okay, Sam. I just want to make sure you went on the record. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> he went on an apology tour. Uh, I, yeah, definitely yeah. I, saw, I saw he was up here. I definitely thought he was going to win. I didn't think he was going to win like that. <laughs> that was crazy. But I definitely thought he was going to win. But I was talking about Black Sam okay. as far as building a relationship. So same thing. I say that to say Rich Paul, same thing. Like When we first met Rich, we didn't talk about like just coming on the show. Like It's building a relationship. Like How can we help Clutch? How can mm-hmm. Ernie Alicia help Clutch? How can we, you know, form some form of alliance? How can we do business together? You know, all kinds of yeah. different stuff. Then we see each other all the time at every party possible and McDonald's All-American game, All-Star game, all that type of stuff. So after a while, he starts to see this is this isn't just a podcast. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, he sees the he personally sees the value in it. And then it's like, all right, now that this this makes sense. Like this is an opportunity to speak on a on a big stage, like a festival type of vibe platform. He has built a tremendous business for himself. It's not just a regular sit-down interview. Like, this is a moment in time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and the first conversation we ever had with him had nothing to do with sports. It was okay. about art. Right. Right. They were having a clutch event, and um, we got invited to a shout-out to our UTA family. And he was just like, yo, I love what you guys are doing. But he would say, I want to talk about art. And I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, great. Let's talk about this. And then, we, you know, we had some commonalities. He's from the same era we grew up in. You know, even his, his book now, Lucky Me, like, that's one of my favorite Jay-Z songs. Like, that's the reason he named the book after that. So it was like, all right, well, let's build on that. But it was we just fostered that relationship all over time. And again, it's about tacking the people around him. And so, yeah, we don't have, get to call Rich every day, but I know I can reach Georgia, who's right, is like his right hand. And so I can hit her up. That led to a relationship with Maverick, mm-hmm. right? So now you got Rich, you got Mav, and it's like, all right, well, we're just going to keep attacking the perimeter. Eventually, you know, the other guy will, will eventually be sitting down with us. So it's about creating these relationships and making them genuine. Right. Mm-hmm. So like when we reach out, it's not for anything. It's really like, how y'all doing? Everything's good. Y'all need anything from us? I bet. Let's, let's, let's support whatever you're doing. The book's coming out. Let's support it. How can we get it in the hands of our community? All the sneakers that come out, yo, send it to us. We'll put it up on the story so everybody knows that it's coming out. So like when we just continuously have genuine bonds, you, it's the reason why people stay around us for so long. Or it's, or it, sometimes it is about asking because I asked Diddy to come to InvestFest, but it's not a charity. I showed him. I showed him the video. Mm-hmm. He knew the impact. Not look, everybody's in a situation where they want to benefit themselves, right? Us included. So when you have enough value, now you're in a position when you ask for something, if it makes sense, 
people are going to say yes. Right. So, you know, that's something that we had to work to provide enough value at where now it's not like, oh, you know, come on my show and, I, you know, you're going to help me out. Like, look, this is 15,000 people in Atlanta. This is going to reach millions of people once it goes mm-hmm. on social media and YouTube. There's no other platform in the world, live event like this for business, not just for black people, for any person, black, white, whatever. This is your opportunity to speak about things that might have be misconcepted and things that, you know, people might have different viewpoints on, set the record straight. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? This is your opportunity. And so you think he'll be talking about the Diageo situation? He definitely, Thanks. definitely. Diageo, yeah. the record, some, record contract. You got some things some, you want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, as far as, you know, he's, he has... Hey, ladies, it's Angela Yee. May is High Blood Pressure Education Month. It's crucial for us, especially as black women, to focus on our heart health. We pour our heart and soul into every aspect of our lives, but often our own health takes a back seat. That's where Release the Pressure comes in. It's all about us, black women, seeing self-care as an essential act of self-preservation. Whether it's for yourself, your family, or our community, your health is invaluable. Let's help get to our goal of 100,000 black women putting their hearts first and learn more about their heart health. Here's how you can join in. Head on over to iHeartRadio.com slash RTP for official rules and a chance to receive a $1,000 gift card to take care of yourself and prioritize your heart health. Let's make our health a priority. Visit iHeartRadio.com slash RTP today. Together, we can make a difference in our health and our lives. Join us and let's take care of our hearts together. What's up? It's Angela Yee. And you know all those phrases we live by like the early bird gets the worm. Hunter be hunted. The famous Abraham Lincoln quote says, good things come to those who wait. But that's only part of the quote. The full quote is, good things come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. Well, if you're a business owner and want the best people on your team, the same applies. Thankfully, ZipRecruiter puts the hustle in your hiring, so you find qualified candidates fast. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash way up. And of course, ZipRecruiter's smart technology will help you find the top talent for your roles right away. We know how essential it is for our business to have the best employees. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's matching technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Let ZipRecruiter give you the hiring hustle you need. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash way up to try it for free. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash way up. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. One of the most important things is having our voices represent us. And that's why black representation in media means so much to me and also to the black community. When things happen with current events and entertainment and politics, it is so important that we are speaking for ourselves and not have other people place a narrative on us and who we are and to tell those stories from our point of view. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Schmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, 
now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Reputation, obviously, right? And people have views on him. When it comes to you know him doing bad business to artists, that's a lot of people think about that. Mm-hmm. Him um, with the Diageo deal, they don't really understand why he why he's suing different things. So, and for people listening, Diageo is the company that he partnered with for Ciroc and Deleon. And Deleon. Yeah. Yeah. But now they've split. Yeah. Right? Well, and um, I don't think the split, it's not officially split yet, but they are in litigation. Litigation. Yeah. I think yeah. he, I believe he's suing them. Yeah. And okay. he actually has. So when we there's three sides to every story, right? And when we spoke to him, he gave us some information that we wasn't privy to. Mm-hmm. And it actually opened up a whole new perspective on that situation. Just like I'm sure he'll provide information on the music business and different disgruntled artists that will change people's viewpoints. You can still think what you want, mm-hmm. right. but it's at least you the get the information is there right, from his right. mouth. Because he gets to clear the air. Yeah. It's not just one side being told. For a long, he never really told his story when it comes to business. Yeah. Right. And that's what I'm saying. For, for There's a, a bunch of those type of things, like whether it be from the spirits industry, whether it be from the music industry, but even from the, the fashion industry. Like, we just saw him get Sean John back. Mm-hmm. Like, we grew up watching that brand and loving that brand, what happened. And so that's the beauty of the platform. It's like, there, where's the other place for them to actually tell these stories, right? right. So for a guy like Robert Smith, who's our other headliner, a lot of our community didn't know who he was, right? He he saw the value in it because he watched the Steve Harvey interview. Again, that goes back to relationships. If we don't know BD, BD doesn't introduce us to SH, and then SH, you know, who's a friend of Robert Smith, doesn't do the interview. It's never it never gets seen. So when Robert Smith meets with us, he's like, "Wait, I love what you guys are doing." He's already studied us before we ever sat down with him. We get to show and highlight his career, and now it's like, wait. We should know who the, the wealthiest black man in yeah. American history is. And so now he gets to come back and give more information. And when you hear how he's grown his wealth and what he's done in the world of philanthropy, it's like this is somebody we should be studying. Like, why are we not talking about this guy more? Why aren't we covering him more than we are? Um, and so that's what the, that's what InvestFest is about. It's giving the platform to the people from our community who are excelling but are not getting that type of coverage that they should because it's inspiring. And it's, it's, it's inspirational and it's, and it's inspiring at the same time. The other thing that you guys are doing that's great is there is a free component to all of this, mm-hmm. right? So can you talk about that part of InvestFest, too? For people who are in the Atlanta area or want to come, maybe you're like, man, I don't know if I can afford tickets, but I still want to somehow participate. Yeah, for sure. So it's a um, three-day event. It's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So Friday during the day from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. is uh, a free day for the public, and that's... So it's registration for people that are going to InvestFest. You come, you get your lanyard. But then outside of that, we have a vendor marketplace mm-hmm. with over 400 vendors. So you'll be able to, you know, walk the vendor marketplace, shop with the vendors, talk, network, different things of nature. And then also reform, um, you know, like the organization Meek Mill's involved with. Mm-hmm. Like they're doing an event all day Friday. And that's free to the public as well. So they're going to have different um, presenters. Ash Cash is interviewing Jim Jones. Um, and it's just it's a bunch, and then we got different DJ sets going on. So we wanted to give people you know opportunity, especially mm-hmm. for that reform, because that's something that's important to the right. public. And talking about criminal justice reform, so you know we we provided an opportunity for anybody to come for free on Friday, and then Friday night is VIP night, and then Saturday and Sunday is just a regular programming. So you know I feel like it's an opportunity, and I also um, 
you know, some it's always critics. People are like, well, why y'all charging for this? But I never heard anybody complain about Beyonce charging for her musical talent. Like, you know, what I, mean? I never heard anybody say like, why is Rolling Loud? Why does Rolling Loud have fifty artists and and they and they charge to well, see fifty artists? it costs money to put an event like this on, and you have to pay There's a people who are coming yeah. also. I mean, so. it, it's it's just common sense, right? But like I yeah. said, I mean. Sometimes if you look from a negative standpoint, and this is why people are in the situation that they're in. And that's why I always tell people, the people that always complain about stuff like that, look, they're, they're not where they want to be in life. That's mm-hmm. just a fact. So from my standpoint, there's a variety of different reasons why InvestFest makes sense. Right. So one critic one a critic will say, well, I already know all the information. Or I could just watch YouTube. Or I got to pay to see somebody. All right, that's one way to look at it. You, I'm pretty sure that if you're in panels and different things of that nature for two and a half days you're gonna you're gonna learn something but let's say hypothetically you you learn nothing right outside of that the reason why we became successful was not because of the information that we learned in school it was because of the relationships that we yeah. made mm-hmm. so most of the time you're not where you want to be in life because you don't have the relationships so you don't think that if you're around 15 20 thousand people for three days that you're going to make a couple of relationships that could potentially change your life so that's even more beneficial than the information so no matter how you no matter how you look at it, is it? But like I said, we gotta retrain how we think about it. You pay one hundred fifty thousand dollars for college and never ask a question, and you can't get a job. And now you you're hassling about two hundred fifty three hundred dollar ticket for a jam packed weekend with some of the most successful people in the world. It makes no sense. But then also how I look at it is that we never have. I've never heard anybody ever say the NBA Finals should be free, or Beyonce should have a free concert, or Drake should have a free concert or Rolling Loud should have a free concert when we actually do put out content every single day for free on YouTube, on Apple, on Spotify, on Instagram. So if we do an event, obviously there's there's finances that go into the event, but then we also never apologize about being a business. So mm-hmm. part of being an event is being a business, right? Surprise, so not a nonprofit event. So So what I, you're saying is you have to choose between Beyonce and InvestFest. Come to InvestFest. I mean, you could do no, whatever, whatever. Beyonce has left Atlanta. <laughs> InvestFest is on its way to Atlanta. Yeah, you could do whatever 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 you think is best for you and your future. But like but I you're said, right. networking is the word working. I always tell people that some of the best things that have happened to me have been because I've been places and met people. And then and sometimes it doesn't happen right away either. You know, you might mm-hmm. think I met somebody. Why isn't I hit them? They didn't hit me back. You have to really be patient. I think even for me getting started in radio, that was a relationship that I had to build and cultivate, you know, with Paul Rosenberg, Eminem's manager throughout the course of years for him to even say, oh, why don't you just try out on the radio? You know, but that was, again, a relationship that I had from being at different events, from even when I was in college and and meeting Paul Rosenberg. He was supposed to be roommates with my brother at one Mm. point, you know, when he was living in Detroit and and moving to New York. My thing is, like, if you're not in a position, Mm -hmm. if you're not where you want to be in life, right, then... You okay. got. You have to try different things. Yeah. yeah. Or you're going to be on the same recipe that you. So you don't got to go to Invest Fest, but do something. Yeah. Put yourself right? in mm-hmm. proximity with people who are successful. If you, but I did, that's why I wanted to bring up the fact that there are activities that are free because there are some people that are like I don't have. Yeah. But, and, you know. Yeah. But, but then, and, and but, so there is a component component to this where you can still come yeah, can out come yeah, for free. Absolutely. But, but like and I said, patron with, with black businesses. But then also, black businesses. it's not. It's not. It might not be for you. Like if you live in a state and you like, I gotta pay. Even if we gave you a free ticket, there's a, you still gotta pay for a plane ticket. You still gotta, you know, um, get a hotel room. So maybe we could have a virtual option. We'll probably drop that at some point, mm-hmm. or it, that just might not be for you. And that's okay. Like right. I, I just went to Super Bowl for the first time this year. I watched the Super Bowl. Did you uh, pay for the ticket or did you? We did. We did. Yeah. Woo, okay. We did. So, but what I'm saying, I know that was a pretty penny. But what I'm saying is that I never knocked the Super Bowl for. 
Yeah. I'm like, yo, damn, I gotta. I just, all right. When the time is right for me to get there, Mm -hmm. I get there. If if the time is right, but. I, no, just I feel, feel you on that. I feel like we live in a day and age now where social media gives everybody a platform. So the problem with that is that everybody has a voice and everybody doesn't need to have a voice because, like I said, if you, if you, like me personally. You're so harsh. I mean, it's just the reality. <laughs> the, the, his, so the reality harsh. is this, though. Yeah. Like, the reality is like, what will it cost you if you don't show up? But outside right. of that, but I just want to just finish this point. Everybody doesn't need to have a voice. When I was dead broke and I was trying to figure it out, I wasn't worried about what was going on on social media. I had mm-hmm. my blinds closed and I was locked in and I was staying up to five o'clock in the morning and I didn't ask for help. I never asked anybody for help. I never complained about anything. Like I got off my ass and I got to it. Nowadays, it's like if you got enough time to criticize people and go on social media and you broke, I just don't understand that. And I never will understand that. Like for me personally, like, if the number one job is to take care of your family, you mm-hmm. wake up every day, you figure out how I'm going to get money so I can take care of my family. After you take care of your family, then you can take care of your friends and you can take care of your community. But you got to start with your family. So especially if you're a man, like how you wake up every day and the first thing you're doing is going on Twitter, going on Instagram and leaving comments on somebody's page that you're never going to meet in life. Like you got to figure it out. If you haven't figured it out yet, you got to find ways to figure it out. So. Mm-hmm. We can kind of dance around the issue, but when we look at the black wealth disparity, it's discouraging. 1.5%. You have a 1.5% chance to be a millionaire if you're black. That means that it's almost impossible to become a millionaire. 99% of the people that's black will not become millionaires. So I just don't understand the, you know, it. like I said, me personally, I, I would never, I never could understand that because... I'm not speaking from, you know, a privileged standpoint. Like, that's what I did. I had to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And I figured it out. So if you can't figure it out, then you're wasting time by commenting and, and, and looking at somebody else and kind of, like, using that as, you know, a uh, fuel for just commentary. Like, you got to, at the end of the day, you're still going to be in the same position that you woke up in. You know, I always think that sometimes exposure, I remember being in college and, um, dating this guy that was a very low-level marijuana dealer. But <laughs> he would come to visit me in school, and he was like, a- after a while, because he lied about his age. He was really like 27, but he told me he was 24. But um, he told me, he was like, man, I wish I would have like been on a college campus before this, because that might have made me want to go to college. And sometimes it is like what you are exposed to mm-hmm. and what's available, you know, resources, because what you don't know, you just don't know. And so it is important to get exposed to different things and to associate with different people, because when somebody puts an idea in your head, sometimes that spark alone can make you feel motivated enough to want better or to do something. Yeah. But if piece, you don't, yeah. It's important. It's, it's vitally important. It's the reason why I tell people, Yo, you, you have to see this in person. Like one of the things we're doing this year is we're bringing kids from our community down. Yeah. Because they, I want them to see it. Like two people that went to the same high school they went to, worked at the same community center, shopped at the same stores that they did, are now doing something in Atlanta that's incredible for our community, for the world, really. So I want them to see it. So we're bringing them down. We're bringing chaperones down. We're bringing, you know, we got kids from Canada coming down. We got HBCU students. I just want them to see it. Just for that point that you said, right? Like, what could uh, yeah. a panel or a discussion or something do to their, their trajectory of their, you know, future earnings or future career and lives? So it's like we're very intentional about that and aware of it because we have kids mm-hmm. and we know what exposure can do for them. I came from education. I know right. what it's like when they're, they're in a building and you don't see anything but the environment you're in. It becomes a very small bubble and the expectations become very low because everybody around you, you're looking like, well, what's the measure of success here? Yeah, right? and sometimes people down other people because they don't see it for themselves. And if they can't see it for themselves, right. they can't see it for you either. 
And so that is a mindset that we have to change. I even think about you guys on Assets Over Liabilities. You had Yo Gotti on, and it went viral. That was Earn Your Leisure. Yeah. Oh, that was Earn Your Leisure. See, yeah, yeah. I always, Earn Your Leisure, Assets Over Liabilities is the other show. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you guys had Yo Gotti on, yep. and he was talking about um, almost, yes, yeah. almost losing his properties, Crazy. not knowing about paying his property tax. 15 houses, yeah. he didn't pay property tax that, that for, five, for five years. Yeah. Most people, I mean, most people, especially if they don't have any education around the right. space, like you said, like I'm buying the money, I'm buying a house in cash. I'm not thinking about it again. I paid for it already. Yes. Not really. If you have a mortgage, that money comes in your mortgage payment. It pays your um, taxes and everything yeah. for you. You got an escrow mm -hmm. account and all that. Mm -hmm. But these guys, like, I'm buying it straight up. All right, I own it. Well, there's a thing called property tax that comes with that. Every right. time you, you buy a home, that comes with it. Depending on where you live, the rates can be higher or they can be lower. But that's part of the home buying process. Gotti wouldn't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, so like he said, he yeah. was like, he was always smart in mm -hmm. school. Like, yeah. he wasn't a person that, like, he was a, a good student in school. He was smart. I don't think he actually even smokes. Like, yeah. I, I tell yes, you, he doesn't. He doesn't drink either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a straight A student. Yeah. So, so his thing was like, it wasn't like that. He was dumb. He was smart. He just never was educated on it. Like mm -hmm. nobody around him mm -hmm. told him like you have to pay property. He never. He literally did not know about property taxes. Yeah. And when he until he got the letter, like you know. And to that point, you don't know what you don't know. And yeah. you know, I mean, like for me, I have um as condo. In Williamsburg, and I had paid off the mortgage, but it had a tax abatement, and so I didn't realize I owed this much in taxes because the bill was going to the condo, but somebody is, you know, renting it out. And then when that person moved, and they had been there for two years, I went and I had all this mail, and I didn't realize I had to pay. Put a lien on it. Yeah, I didn't. They didn't do that. Oh. Not yet, but I just didn't even realize because it was also a tax abatement and everything, and so. You know, now the money was due. And I was like, ooh, but I paid it right away. But I was like, oh, man, imagine if, you know, this person had continued to live there. I would have never even known that was happening. Yeah, nobody teaches you, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, where are you supposed to get the information from? Usually, yeah. like, you're looking to somebody in your family who's done it before. But a lot of times we don't have home ownership in our families. Mm -hmm. And so we got to go to the Internet and try to find, like, reliable sources. You know what I mean? So it's, it's tough. These are the type of things that we're saying, like, especially – you know, the path that we're on, like, this needs to be part of curriculum. Yeah, right? absolutely. Like, everybody has to live somewhere, but nobody teaches you about real estate. Mm -hmm. Everybody has to pay taxes, but nobody tells you about tax law. And you guys have been making some big real estate moves for yourselves personally, too, right? We've, we're doing some, some nice things. <laughs> <laughs> what, y'all don't like talking about your stuff? <laughs> um, I mean, we could. I mean, I'm bu we're building our homes. Um, yeah, in, in our that's hometown. amazing. Yeah, yeah. And there's home. a lot of education that goes into that, too. There is. There is. And it's important that, you know, it's our hometown. Um, mm -hmm. And so it means a lot to the community, but it means a lot to us. Like, you know, a lot of people will tell you, like, you can never go back, but we never really left where we're from. Um, so it's important, again, for the, the kids that are from there, even the adults, to see, like, yo, I watched two young men grow up to do something really incredible and still give back and are still here and are still accessible to uh, impact the community in a positive way. All right. Well, listen, you guys, Invest Fest, is it sold out? Can people still get tickets? No, they can still get tickets. Okay. Well, yeah. They just missed that early ticket special. Sure. They definitely did. Sure. They definitely okay. did. Sure. <laughs> and congrats to you. Oh, thank you. I know August last year you were part of Invest Fest, which yes. is a, with an incredible panel. Um, and this year is uh, Angela E. Day in Brooklyn. Yes, Angela so E. Day it, is so. August 27th, which is the last day of Invest Fest. It, it, so it I'm going to be. But next year, can y'all like not try to coordinate <laughs> with Angela E. Day so For I sure. can. We'll make it a part of the <laughs> whole. Because I had such a good time at Invest Fest. And people come up to me different places and will be like, I saw you at Invest Fest. Like when I go out. And even my Assets Over Liabilities interview. Yeah, a lot of people yeah, always. That's a great one. That's a great one. I, was, I thank God everything worked out because I had plans and I talked about it. <laughs> There's nothing worse than when you talk about something prematurely. That's and then they're like, what happened? 
happened with that building? Remember you said that? Yeah. <laughs> no, it happened, guys. And you said you was leaving the breakfast club, too. I did, yep. And that did happen, too. Yeah. Well, way, way, yeah, way here up. Here we are. <laughs> 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 I don't know if I said that. I might have hinted at it. Um, it was I a strong it? hint, a strong suggestion, um, but uh-huh. we, we, we caught what was, going, what was happening. <laughs> well, here we are. I meant it. <laughs> Thank God, because it's nothing worse than when you're like, I'm about to do this, and then y'all see me, and you're like, yeah, what happened to the... Oh. You're still there. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys, again, love what y'all are doing, and always like welcome to come up here to come co-host. Maybe after Invest Fest, we can do something yeah. where y'all... I'll talk about you know some of the things that happen afterward because I'm sure there's going to be a lot of clips circulating yeah. and so we can get more in depth on those things. Let's do it. Let's, Let's do, do it. it. It's Let's easy. Do it. Thank you. Thank All you right. For having us, Thank you guys. You, you can find them at Dykeman too. Anytime you went, they have a, their team at Dykeman. They bought Terrence Crawford up there. <laughs> that was that was the first time he's ever seen street ball in his life. Really? Yeah. It was like a whole process of like explaining it to him and the rules, and he was like. I think I like this. See, if y'all would have, if he would have been exposed to that earlier, he might have been a street baller instead of a boxer. This is true. You this never is know. True. Exposure. <laughs> All right, it's way up with Angela E. Troy Rashad. Thank y'all so much. Love. Way up. Hey, it's Angela Yee from Way Up with Angela Yee. Imagine swapping your car keys for a chance to move your body, better mental health, connecting with your community, and creating memories without spending money. Join me and embrace nature's pace by taking a walk, hike, or a bike ride with Rails to Trails Conservancy, because our time on the trail is so much more than a day outside. Get ideas for getting outside at reelstotrails.org slash iHeart and on social media at Rails to Trails. Hey, ladies, it's Angela Yee. As women, we put our hearts into everything. May is High Blood Pressure Education Month, and it's time to focus on our heart health. Release the Pressure wants to help black women look at self-care as an act of self-preservation. During High Blood Pressure Education Month, let's help get to our goal of 100,000 black women putting their hearts first and learn more about their heart health. Visit iHeartRadio.com slash RTP for official rules and a chance to receive a $1,000 gift card to take care of yourself and prioritize your heart health. That's iHeartRadio.com slash RTP. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.